Um, but the first line in that, I, one of the first lines in that movie is Andy Samberg going, ever since I was born, I was dope. <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. That's very funny to me. Cut to like a baby drumming like fucking Neil Peart. Um, <laughs> and it, it was, uh, anyway, uh, good, good flick. I watch it every year. <laughs> Good it's flick. Fun one, for sure. <laughs> it's fucking funny, dog. Yeah. Uh, do we want to talk a little uh, East European uh, witch uh, action television program? Oh, the one with the 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 speedy uh, speedy semi precious metal. Waldo Vision, I the believe it is called. Where's Waldo? Metal. <laughs> the one with the uh, gay wizard child. Uh, the gay wizard child. What? <laughs> Wait, those kids are gay as fuck. No, he is actually. I read, no, that's I read comic gay. books. Those kids are gay. No, I he, know books. He's literally canonically gay. You know that, right? Exactly. Yeah. No, yeah, exactly. That's what I'm referencing. Okay. I wasn't using gay in a pejorative. I, I, he's I like, gay. I don't know why. Why are you coming for a child, Kevin? This is, is it because of his kid. Halloween costume? Like, okay, it is Halloween a little... Costume. Halloween costumes are already gay. gay. It's the gayest day of the fucking year. You're gonna come for a child. <laughs> like Halloween this? costumes are innately gay. Pro- prove us wrong. Shit. Uh, prove us wrong. Am I, am I wrong. Halloween costumes are gay. On Halloween, you're gayer than you are the rest of the year. I don't care who you are. These are facts. I'm. I don't care who you are. I have seen straight people wear the gayest shit ever on Halloween, and they're like, "It's Halloween. It's just a joke." And I'm like, "Okay." there's something to that like it unleashes something in all of us and i don't think it's satan necessarily although Uh, but there's something to that like oh forgive me for invoking him already but there's an episode of buffy uh where they all turn into their halloween costumes um and so yeah so buffy's wearing like a princess costume and suddenly she goes from like regular buffy to like oh please help me uh, and Xander turns into like a, a fucking commando guy. dude. He's got, like, yeah. Like, um, anyway, good episode featuring yeah. uh, the actor who would voice Zaid in the Mass Effect franchise. <laughs> uh, good episode. Uh, speaking of gay, those two, uh, Giles and that guy. Oh my goodness. <laughs> oh, oh, oh my god. No, I, there's something to be said about Halloween where you. It's literally it's a day like fundamentally it's like. You're allowed to embrace the scary and the whimsical and the goofy, and you're not taken seriously, and you're allowed to play. And I, I mean, I'm saying this from a place of truth also. Like, so many young queer folks, like, their first time that they get to kind of experiment with some sort of presentation or outward sort of flag, if you will. You know, just anything that allows, like, it's Halloween is a space where you can get away with a lot and people just go, it's Halloween, yeah. you know? Nobody cares. It's Halloween! And, yeah, it's like um, when in conservative high schools there's the one, like, show or performance where the football team all dresses up as cheerleaders. Yes. And without a doubt, it awakens something in somebody. Right. <laughs> without a doubt, as somebody goes, huh. Did I tell you, I don't hmm. think I ever told you this. I single-handedly, so I was, when I was in high school, weird flex, I was captain of my drumline, and they had this whole, um, these meetings, right, for band camp is, of course, what they call it, but we're not going to evoke the... This one time at band camp. Exactly. Haha, <laughs> get it out of the way. So, yeah, yeah, okay. essentially, throughout the process, at least at our school, you would go through, like, 
different days that are different themings, right? Just stuff to – I mean it's – I'm from Florida, right? So you're out there for hours at a time during summer in Florida, often carrying heavy instruments unless you're a flute, in which case I say I feel no sympathy for you. If you're whining, get over it. Uh, <laughs> Suck it up, buttercup. I wouldn't say that, but – I know you wouldn't. Yeah. I would. Stop whining. My drum weighs more than you do. Um, so, like, anyway, wow. <laughs> anyway, so you pick out these different uh, ev- events that you want to do throughout the, you know, the course of band camp so that you, like, have a good, it's fun things to do. And then you have, like, competitions, just stuff to keep you going through the day because it's chaos, right? And sure. I managed to convince and turn the, the band to do this thing. And it ended up turning into a band tradition. I don't know if they still do it, but I know they did it for a few years even after I left. (laughs) I got it. So I convinced the entire band to do what I called dress up as another section day, right? Mm Mm-hmm. So naturally, I said... Section spelled (laughs) S-E-X-I-O-N. But like... Oh my god. Sorry, keep going. (laughs) Sorry, that took me way too long to process what the hell you just did. But no, sorry. So naturally, so I'm going through it, and I'm like, yeah, and we'll figure out who's gonna switch. So I'm like, okay, saxophones will dress up like trumpets or whatever the fuck. I don't even know. The only reason I did it was so I could say, all right, drumline has to dress up like color guard, and color guard has to dress up like drumline. Which, at that time, and it has changed a lot since since when I was in high school. But at that time, specifically, also in Florida, drumline was major almost entirely boys right and then there's me as it should be as it should not be (laughs) i'm kidding (laughs) and then color guard was majority girls with you know a few a few guys that was just kind of how it worked there is a gender dynamic there that i literally don't have the time or space to get into but i said here's the deal i'm going to make it so that half of the people on the football field in the middle of this the day in a florida summer are going to be dressed in a gender flipped fashion so you've got a drum line full of teenage boys wearing sports bras and sophies running around and then you've got like like color guard wearing these like big basketball shorts it was this whole goofy thing and i don't even know how i got started on this story but it was a very fun excuse for me the thing was i was like yeah i'm gonna have fun i'm gonna wear a sports bra and soapies feel my damn self right feeling cute and everybody was like this is funny it's all goofy and of course you know but they the rest of the guys in the drum line right I mean, I was, you know, queer as a $3 bill. Like, I, you know, like, <laughs> like I did it for me, they just had to go along with it. But uh-huh. they got into it. Like, there were literally these guys, they end up being a coordinate. They would coordinate with the color guard. It was hilarious. They would bring baggies of clothes and swap with And then you would end up the day with, like, some of the girls from color guard would, like, draw on fake mustaches and like Fuck do this yeah, stupid dude. stuff, and then some like some of the guys from like the baseline would put on not sports bras but bra bras and stuff them like so they would have massive tits and just run around, and it was hilarious that I managed to pull this off at a school that also had a principal that was against a GSA, a Gay Straight Alliance. Damn. So I just I, want to point out and completely interrupt this yeah, very please. productive conversation. That when you said queer is a three dollar bill, my dumbass brain fixated on some older British man looking reaching into his wallet and pulling out a three pound <laughs> bill and being like, 
How queer! <laughs> that's queer. <laughs> no, exactly. Uh, that's exactly. Whereas I know it as like a Southern uh, gentleman's phrase. Queer is a queer is a three dollar bill. I also can't believe Jace. In the middle of that, you just dropped a. I didn't have the time or space oh, in the middle of like a, a week not. where we're about to talk about well, fucking Inspector uh, Space Time. Uh, this has been uh, Jace's uh, band story, second week in a row. Uh, is this a new segment on the show? Time will only tell. Uh, but let's, let's talk. Jace, Jace's of, high school band queer corner. <laughs> speaking of people dressing up as things, uh, let's talk a little bit of one division. Uh, I not not a. I mean, I about to. I dare tempt Satan with this sentence, but not a ton to like actually pick apart in these episodes. But again, I tempt fate with those very words. Um, so when was the last time we talked about this? Two of the most we talked in, like, two episodes ago. Okay, so we have to talk um, about where the introduction we, of. We didn't talk about yes, we didn't. Talk but about it's the still <laughs> for me the quicksilver of it all is still potential energy. They still haven't like besides yeah. his very presence. We we haven't like pulled the trigger on what we're doing with him yet so it's still just like i don't know what do you think's going on (laughs) no the only answer Uh, that that uh, that for me the only answer i was looking for that i got was does this peter have powers right which which we he does does this pietro peter no pietro okay the fox x-men reference Pietro. He's Peter in those movies. Anyway. Disgusting. Okay. Disgusting. I agree. I'm not a big fan of those movies. Get but, uh, right. So it's still, you know, we've answered a certain amount of questions. Does he have powers? Yes. Yeah. Does everyone know he looks different? Yes. Like, everyone is consciously aware that he is now Evan Peters. Outside, the, but He is now a supporting character of Kick-Ass and not the title character. Um, <laughs> because they are both in that movie. Uh, I said it off mic and i'll say it again here uh with the addition of evan peters wandavision is now the best season of american horror story uh (laughs) it's now officially the best most coherent season of american horror story um uh that's that's all i got you know it did answer okay we got a question answered is like our big debate from the last time we did this which was the town already there is she creating buildings or is she modifying them? The answer is they are being modified. Uh, like the the government truck goes in and it turns into a clown truck, but it was a real truck. First. Right, and I think the one that did that for me was when, as it expands, it swallowed the Westview sign, which then made it explicitly clear that Westview was already there. Right, yes. that that sign was outside of her purview. And she swallowed Westview, and there was somehow residual energy around it where they were like, Westview is not a thing. And, and she and Monica Rambo just does the eye thing of like, this, there's a sign right behind I can, you. I can see, see, right? You can see in this. But, it uh, does, but they don't see it because there's magic in their brains. Right. They've been magic brained. Right. But that, of course, does bring up the other thing that Kayla brought up, which now I'm actually fully like on board with. I don't necessarily know if all of these people were initially in this bubble when it started is there I think, I think it's possible that this sign was in the bubble and got changed and then the bubble receded so like we mm. see westview and they're like yeah that's not real and i the reason i say that is because oh, he's caleb you keep doing this caleb no the reason, caleb, I, the reason you're, I say you're doing that, that okay say your thing say the your reason thing. i say that is because <laughs> 
this episode, this most recent episode, without getting into it, so we can talk about the previous. This most recent episode, we see multiple characters dressed as witches, uh-huh. which is interesting because so far, Wanda's never gotten a nickname. They made that clear earlier in the show. They never called her Scarlet Witch. I think ever. that's also because. Mm, so like, okay, keep going. I'll Wanda just... puts on a witch costume for Halloween. Sure, it's the original Scarlet Witch costume that Joss Whedon said she'd never wear. Fuck you, buddy. Yeah, um, what a wonderful fuck you to Joss Whedon at this time. Yeah, so right? it, wow. So Listen, good. Elizabeth Olsen wears the hell out of that costume, and I'm not saying that in a sexual way. It looks great. It's a gr- the headpiece looks better than I ever thought it's it fucking impressive. could. These, those it's made me think are so camp, so cheese that it's yeah. hard to pull them Works. off and make them look good. And they it's did made it. me think that maybe one day we will actually get Wolverine with his little eye wings. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe there is a way to pull that off. I thought it impossible, but now I think the sky is truly the limit. We um, we initially thought it impossible when comic book movies were still just barely sliding under the radar as not the nerdiest fucking thing on the planet. And now comic book movies are fully taken hold in the American and worldwide psyche, and so it's yeah. no longer nerdy to be referential. When before... But it there, <laughs> But what I'm saying is not even, like, we won't do the reference. Is there a way to make it not look like the dumbest fucking thing in the right. entire world yeah, when yeah, translated yeah. to a 3D space? That's what sure. I'm saying. <laughs> and I'm like, maybe anything's possible. Maybe maybe I was limiting myself in dreaming that we will get Wolverine's little eye wings. Oh, I, his I, little pointy face. I, um, I, I still don't think we're going to get that. I mean, it would be fun. I don't think. It would be cool. I mean, if you want to do, like, Wolverine, his, like, blue jeans, white shirt, cowboy hat, like, I'm fine with that. No, but a boy can I, dream. If it went straight to that and didn't even try, I would be upset. because I would, At least put him in, I like, the yellow jumper. Put him in the yellow jumpsuit and start there, and then maybe we can try the wings. I don't know. Sure. I think for me, honestly, the most impressive part about the costumes for this episode was fucking Quicksilver's hair. Oh my Jesus. god! Bananas um, that they just did that. That they so, just like did, and they pass it off because it's like Halloween, and it just right. like looks a and little course, doofy little, on purpose. Uh, it's uh, it's Tommy, right? Tommy's speed. Yeah. Sure. Actually, Billy, isn't it Tommy and Peter? And isn't Peter the fast one? Isn't Tommy the no, witch boy? No, it's Billy and Tommy. Billy and Tommy. Oh, it's Billy and... Oh, I don't fucking know. It, Billy like William Shakespeare, and Tommy is just Tommy. <laughs> and, Tommy Hilfiger. Is that what it was? <laughs> no. I don't know. Um, but yeah, no, Speed literally... I love that for Speed, they like didn't even... They just leaned into the like, he loves his uncle. And instead of giving like a reference to the Speed costume that they introduced to him in the Young Avengers comic... They just made him another Quicksilver, but they fully went with the Wiccan costume for Billy, which was cool. Yeah, as like a nice little like toned down homemade Halloween costume version of it. It really made it work. It was very cute. Sure. Absolutely. Uh, Okay, so Tommy Tommy has silver speed. Billy has magic. Sorry. There uh, there we go. Okay, I was right. Back to my point. Yes, sorry. Um, The Westview sign was originally in the bubble and the bubble receded. So we don't know that, but... We know that things that interact with the bubble and then come out are completely transmogrified into whatever it was that Wanda wants them to be. Wanda puts on a witch costume for Halloween, which is fine. Agnes, who is most likely, and in many people's minds, definitely Agatha Harkness, who's also a witch, is also dressed as a witch in this episode. And that's this show has made it clear that coincidence is not happening. Everything's on purpose. So, like, okay, 
the bubble is, in fact, a six-sided shape called a hexagon, and they keep calling it the hex. And what like do witches do? They cast yeah. hexes. What and town Scarlet Witch's they... powers are specifically called, like, hex magic. Yeah. And uh, where was yeah. Agatha Harkness from? I don't remember. New Salem. <laughs> Can't recall. New Salem. New Salem. A town uh, full of okay. witches. Sure. Cute. Which would make sense for why Scarlet Witch was attracted to it, because it's based, it's fully full of magic. Sure. And it would make sense that there's other witches there. So I think they yes. say Westview doesn't exist. Because it was New Salem, but they don't remember that anymore. No, no. you're overcomplicating no. it. You're overcomplicating it. The, the thing yeah, we I are supposed to register <laughs> is, yeah, like, I, and it's not just a you problem, it's like a nerd it is a, culture it is, it problem is. as a whole, uh-huh. where it's like we ignore the simple, direct idea and overcomplicate it three steps as nerds, but it's like, no, the we're thing so we're supposed to, to notice. ending that we're trying to predict a twist ending, and the twist endings that really get us are the ones that we don't see because we're trying to predict a twist ending. Here's what, here's... Yeah, don't stomp okay. on my fucking daisy field. <laughs> I'm not stomping on your daisy field. I'm just saying, like, the thing we're supposed to notice, the, th- the interpretation of that scene we're supposed to get is as simple as... He's ignoring that Westview sign that is right behind him. I think not the three steps more complicated idea is that no, why wouldn't he just say no? This is New Plumhaven or whatever. Like he says, right. there's no Westview, there's an Eastview because his brain is fucked up, not because the Eastview has been rewritten into Westview. That's here's, all I'm saying. Here's here's my take. First of all, we also know loosely the timeline is a little fuzzy because also we're not binging this. So it's it's coming out episodically. So our timeline is messing with the timeline of the show, which is messing with the timeline of the MCU. I'm pretty sure it is implied that Wanda s- steals Vision from uh-huh. Sword and brings him back or whatever, and then immediately drives into this area and creates this bubble around her. And then it's yeah. been and. These people haven't been missing for that long. Sword knew that something was going on because Sword lost vision. So there wasn't yeah. a lot of time for the bubble to have created, receded, yeah. and then gone back this... out because we clock in pretty close to when the bubble Hold formed. Dis- From stealing the robot body to what? now has been like four days. Yeah. <laughs> has been Y'all, like four you days. You are ignoring totally. the fact that in the last moments of the last episode, we see the bubble rapidly expand, which means it can change okay. size at will. How yes, soon no, they got no, there after its no formation is completely for irrelevant. You have done that before. Yes, it is. That is, is, Caleb. You're supposed to read that as an expansion of tension, not as oh, ah. Wrestling. See, it can move, so that means it's been moved before. You're, you're, it's like no, but it it's could, the expansion it could, it could of literally no. Mean, okay, it could. It could. It could. Y'all are just discounting it wholesale. Caleb, I'm just. Have you ever Have you ever sat in a Potter's wheel? with Rich, and made a pot. Because when you start, that shape is pretty amorphous. It changes, it fluxes in and out until you settle on where you're going to start and where you're going to... Where, where you're did gonna you go. get pottery from? We're talking about a television series. Listen to me. Yeah. Listen, hear me out. It's not a. It's not a completely abstract metaphor. No, I she, get what she saying. made the bubble. It's it's logical to think that in the initial stages of creation, it fluctuated in size until she found her comfortable medium. Why is that and so hard you, to believe? You you are correct that that is possible, but the Marvel Cinematic Universe operates on the most, and this is not a slight, the most basic storytelling prints. Like it's it's never been 
super, super complicated. It's always simplistic, and you are always supposed to just, like, take the new information and add it, not retroactively circumvent something it's How novel it's just would it be if that was changing with no, this show well, here's the here's the thing <laughs> sure kevin with no kevin's with so <laughs> over my bullshit <laughs> no it's with fine the, i'm just i'm just making good podcasts but like, fine. With, it, with it coming into a tv i think caleb is onto something though as a fact of like it is now a tv series and tv series are one of those things that like there is a slightly different binge culture around them. I mean, Marvel movies are automatically like people binge the crap out of them. They like YouTube video of like, I watched Doctor Strange at 0.25x speed. Here's what I found. You know, like people are all up in that. But, right. But I think like WandaVision Insane. as a TV show potentially has a possibility of being able to be like, hey, if you watch this again, you'll catch something new. And they definitely did that also actually with Captain Marvel. But that being said, let me break down okay. the two other th- – because Captain Marvel is a different movie after you've seen it the first time, and that's true. Sure. I – as someone who knew all the Captain Marvel stuff, just like – I I, I get it. You, sort of, saw it. you, you sort of saw it coming, but still, it's a different movie. <laughs> as a nerd. Yeah. As I was nerd, like, oh, I well, I – oh, that character's name is Marvel. Well, I know how this goes. I know I know how this story goes. Right. Sure. Sorry. And, keep anyway, going. So keep the, going. the other two things I, I do want to just really quickly um, – a lot of witches, right? Uh, Caleb, do me a favor. Will you name, aside from witches and princesses, other generic, uh, fem, classic femme-gendered Halloween costumes for me? Say the question again? That was long. Cats. Classic Halloween costumes. Quote, for girls. Can Cats. You, or animals of any kind. Yeah, sure. Cats, animals, vampires, fairies. Okay. Uh... Let's see, uh, Barbie. So (laughs) they're all all variations on animals, (laughs) witches, Uh and then, uh, princesses, fairies, sparkly, girly, blah, blah, blahs, right? I mean, I mean, nurses and. Right. But Uh for, for the sakes of the costumes that they did in this world, Wanda explicitly did not pick, like, just explicitly chose generic this is everyday life costumes. These kids came out of nowhere. She populated a shit ton of kids. Which Are you arguing overnight. the fact that Atro she's dressed out, up as Scarlet Witch is just because she didn't have any other options to pick a costume? I think it's... As, Sokovi- as, a, uh, as a, um, not Sokovian. It's, it's supposed to be cute. It's not supposed to be, aha, take, it's a coven of witches. No, it's literally supposed to be like, she just came up. This is, this is, this is a manifestation of her subconscious, right? The costumes of her family that her family wore was a tongue in cheek. Like we can get away with these references to the comic books and call them something loose. Right. And just call it like it is. There's nothing deep behind them. I think the people being witches, the um, inordinate amount of witches, um, around that town is just a coincidence, one for the most part, yes. and I don't mean like sure doesn't have like, coincidences so far. Uh, but I mean, I don't mean it in the sense of that. I mean in in the sense of like the only the you know what costume that they made a point of showing actually was the Ruth Bader Ginsburg costume. That's the one that they wanted us to pay attention to. The witch costumes I, I viewed as at all. Didn't see it. <laughs> No. It's part of one of the frozen kids. One of the frozen kids is wearing like the co- the descent collar, the Ruth Bader Ginsburg next to some skeleton boy. But the the the, the costumes are mostly just generic classic Halloween costumes. Witches are a super popular 
bunch in that. They played with the theme of the Scarlet Witch. This was this was these were meta moments. These were Easter eggs for us. Now with Agnes being from New Salem, I could totally see Agnes actually being a witch. I could totally see that's why she was put into a witch costume. I think that that's it, though. I think literally like, she's well, Wanda witch put on this, the yes. witch costume because she's Scarlet Witch. Yeah, she put it on because it's a fun Easter egg for the fans. No, because it doesn't. Well, the Scarlet Witch costume, it doesn't look like anybody that saw that costume would not. Nobody looking at that costume that didn't know Marvel would go, that's a witch. They would go, what the fuck is that red abomination? What's going on with you? Right. So, (laughs) and then when she says it, she says she's a fortune teller from. um, Where is she from? Sokovia. Sokovia. Okay, duh. Yeah, she says she's a Sokovian fortune teller. That's not right? true. Yeah. Who cares it if it's true, not true? That's her reality. That's what she's telling that's us. That's the... supposed to take it. I think that's what she's saying to people so they stop asking questions. The I same reason she realizes. I think she's halfway subconscious with most of this stuff. And I think since Pietro came from a man from her subconscious acting out what she is not acknowledging, he's more in tune with her, her own subconscious than she is. So when he points out shit that she did. She's kind of confused because she's genuinely confused. Yeah, she's lying to herself. She's she's laying railroad track while the train is in motion. So she's no longer planning everything 10 steps ahead. She's just going and then she catches herself in these in these moments and these subconscious moments and the the costumes are cute. They honestly kind of like I'm like this is just an easter egg because yeah. these costumes mean nothing in the universe. Yeah. Like this is not what she and her brother wore before they became Avengers. These are just like cute fan winky costume that's because how if i it, it. i'm like these are just pretend me. there are not comic books these are nothing more than like a cute reference to some comic books like these are the that's that's all it like the witches are set dressing they're like cute you're supposed to notice like oh there's a bunch of witches she's a witch haha not there's a bunch of witches right. she is building a new coven and there shall be another salem witch trial <laughs> Um, Although that but, would be pretty freaking cool, I would. Watch I mean, that okay, if that's the direction of the show is going, I will sit here. <laughs> I, I will. I will go I to will, the weird meat deli. I will buy a crow and I will eat it. You know, my, <laughs> my shotgun prediction is that we will see Agatha Harkness in a previous time as a witch at the I witch trials. That would, but I don't ooh. think that that necessitates a lot of the other stuff that you said. I think that that is Agatha Harkness, yes. and I think we will get a flashback episode because we're going to need to. I think we're getting the flash. Nobody asked me, but I think we're getting the fl- one of the flashback episodes next week. I mean, if there's th- there's three more episodes of this fucking show, I think if they're going to do next episode, if they're going to do Mephisto, if they're going to do make more mutants if they're going to do any of this stuff they need to start laying track for it or else it's just going to be this thing that happens like when you were watching Watchmen the tv show right the nine episode Watchmen the tv show that came out a couple years ago Mm. they want to do the Dr. Manhattan drop at the end so the second to last episode is like here's all the Dr. Manhattan track you need we're going to spend, like, here's the episode where we just lay down the Dr. Manhattan track. And right before that, they're like, here's the episode where we lay down the hooded justice track, right? Like, we're gonna, like, this show need. my problem with these two episodes is that, like, cool, you dropped Quicksilver in here, but then the next episode is just them chatting. Which is fine. Building dread, building mystery, that's I, all see, part I of episodic story. 
Let me finish. Go. Uh, <laughs> that's that's all like fine as far as like weekly episodic, you know, dramatic storytelling goes. But like, you need to now stop doing some mysteries and start actually doing yeah, your ending because like Harkin, this sword guy, cannot be our primary i mean like i've talked a lot before that like wanda is the pro and antagonist like she is the joy in pixar like she has set up all the problems and now she needs to fix them or or marlin and finding nemo you know keep going um we need to actually start paying some shit off and and actually building up to the last three episodes because so far all this mystery it's very enticing every friday as soon as my lunch break hits i'm watching the new one division i'm yep. in but you have three fucking episodes left, so now is it like if this next episode needs to introduce Mephisto or Mephisto coming out at the end is gonna be just like ah Mephisto, and I'm gonna be like, well, that's dramatically unsatisfying. Like it's cool uh-huh. for me as a comic book fan who likes Mephisto, <laughs> but like if like people are like she's gonna create mutants in the MCU, I'm like, no. bitch, they have not said the word mutant on this show. If that is what they're doing, they need to episode fucking seven needs to be her saying i wish there were more people like me (laughs) so that the ending is anything so that because like the no more mutants moment at the end of house of m because it's the last thing that happens in that story um is like uh, there's all these problems that have been caused by mutants and her status as a mutant and her dad who is a mutant supremacist and when you're raised by a mutant supremacist you're gonna get some fucked up ideas of what mutants are supposed to be right and and the whole point of that story is magneto going like fuck this is what my kids turned into like shit i fucked up i fucked up (laughs) bad because i raised quicksilver and the scarlet witch scarlet witch who killed most of my people or like removed their identity and quicksilver who told her to do it so like if we're going to do this story now you actually have to start setting up track for the end of this story that's all i'm saying right now is the time pull that gun and if we come back next week and they've done it i will i will clap i will clap and i will applaud no, I, I, as the episodes went on, I was like, I think less and less we're going to get Mephisto. I think Mephisto might be a little bit too complicated at this point. I think I we, think they should combine Agatha and Mephisto. Just like I think Catherine that Han we should, both. I agree. I think that we should just let Agatha be kind of a, a Mephisto-like character. Also, I think it would also be cute because, you know, how in the earlier episode, she's always talking about her husband who we never see, which is a, a sitcom trope. Um, yeah. I think that could also be like a subconscious thing of like, it's like Mephisto's not in this, but it's like she's loosely like we meet her, and then at some point later on in the MCU proper, Mephisto sure. comes about. I could see that. I that don't think fun. Mephisto's gonna be a big role in this. I think Agatha is gonna come in at some point somehow. I really don't know. Um, if you want to do uh, Doctor Pandemonium, who uses Scarlet Witch's Mephisto <laughs> kids as his hands, who has baby bite hands, like if you want to do that. You know, I say go for oh it, my God. but you have to like start laying the track for Doctor Professor Pandemonium or whatever the fuck his name is. Like you gotta, you gotta start actually like setting some some things up and not just like making me sit here and go. I wonder where this is going. So <laughs> wonder, you said, to wonder what you what said though here. about the whole Pietro coming in at the end of the uh, episode five, and then great cliffhanger. Excellent. Feeling like episode six was just a whole lot of them just talking. I don't view this as an episode about Pietro. So, well, that's true. I, it, and I think that I, I this was actually one of my my one of my favorite episodes so far. Um, oh, one of my least favorite. 
Yeah, see, Kevin said the same thing. Kevin felt kind of bored with it. From what, I don't want to pull. I out. no, I, I I don't want those words in my mouth. Like I thought it was fine, but you have the Quicksilver cliffhanger, and then you don't do anything with that in this episode, and that's fine if you want to like lay some track like the brother the loser brother hanging out with like that's a classic sitcom thing i'm glad we're like roping that in i love the malcolm in the middle vibes of this whole sixth episode because i grew up on that fucking show uh, so like it was good. cool to watch it fucking happen it was an excellent show i think i it's can't believe i didn't i can't believe i not once heard someone predict malcolm in the middle as a show that they would reference you know how like everybody was I like we're gonna get like it. modern family and we're gonna get this and we're gonna get that i never that's heard still malcolm. coming next episode they're gonna be yes. talking into camera like sure. money but, on the table <laughs> right well i mean they did a little bit but they did it in the malcolm malcolm in the middle sense no right? i'm talking about like documentary yes. style we're gonna yeah. get that um which I'm fascinated by. But I just, I think for me, but yeah, first I was so shocked when they did Malcolm in the Middle. I was like, oh my God, this is amazing. Um, but I actually saw this more so. The uh, the bubble itself was the main character. The hex itself was the main character sure. of this episode. And that's sure. why it was so exciting to me. Because we then got to see the relationship between the hex and Vision. We sure. then got to see how that played into the way Sword is... Focusing not on Wanda, but focusing on Vision. And it is good to know that when he leaves the bubble, he's still alive. Yes. Like, that is, is he, that, like, that extends. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, yeah he was walking. He was talking. He was, like, was I, dying. like, oh. what I, what I thought was he, he was going to extend like outside the barrier and just fall over. No, I saw it as, so I saw it as part, uh, the, part of the, the fundamental basis of the Hex is based around Wanda not wanting to lose Vision. So when Vision breaches yes. the border, it's in direct it's at direct odds with what the border's function is. So yes. Vision is trying to break free of something that is intentioned to hold him in. So he is alive and he can survive outside of it, but he has to fight and that's why he's saying help me. I think also what this episode did He the doesn't best, survive outside of it at all. Yeah, he at all. He's alive. He doesn't die. No, he's alive. He's, he's absolutely dying and disintegrating when the bubble comes out and like the scoops him back up. Doing that it's him. pulling him back in. Yeah, yes, which exactly. means to me, like the bubble is his life support. And as soon as he steps out of it, he dies. No, that's I exactly think, no, what because he happen. stepped outside of it and then he died. And he didn't die. I don't think the he would have though. Support. I think the bubble is quite literally a cage. What about what about yes. what happened to Vision outside of the bubble? Did not scream at y'all that he was dying. He started, because started, I'm watching. Because I'm watching the special no, okay, effects it's not a, it's not with a, the. It's not a. It's not a hive mind. It's not a. You cut it off and he goes and then just drops dead like a robot from the Emperor from from a Phantom Menace. It's. The thing that's giving him life, and as soon as he removes himself from it, he starts fucking dissolving. I don't and then think falls so. because the it's ground. pulling him back in. I don't. Oh, I think there's why would he pulled in? He hits yes, the. He why would he just dis- the the pieces of him are falling back in? Yes, but he doesn't as a whole go whoop. He falls to the ground and fucking starts to die. No, he's no, in he's pain because it's pulling him time. back. It's, he's yes, dissolving. Exactly. Y'all. He's disintegrating. No, piece by piece, he's being in. pulled back in. Why would he dissolve? He has a body. But his body was like pieces. He... No, his body was a falling off and he's being pulled back. When you yeah, see pieces Wanda of his robot body. You see Wanda solid objects. In. When you see Wanda walk into Sword, Vision is in chunks. Uh-huh. He's being vivisected by Sword. 
So uh-huh. he's when he leaves the bubble, he starts falling back into those pieces. No, but he also doesn't have the Mind Stone at Sword, and he does when he's outside of the Hex. He it is doesn't, alive. It doesn't split him along the lines where he was divided. It starts pulling pieces of him back in, like it's taking yeah. chunks and, and moving him back in. What makes you think not... he can survive outside that bubble then? Obviously, Because I watched this episode of WandaVision. <laughs> I think... I, so I, I, survivability does not... Uh, give him 10 minutes out there. We saw him for 30 seconds and he was prone on the ground without I power, think... dying. Survivability no, means ability to survive. Lee. I saw him as Lee when he was leaving, not as him not surviving outside of the bubble, yes. but as him being attacked by the bubble for leaving. Yeah, the this bubble is forcibly pulling saying, him don't you back. Don't dare in. leave me. Yes, it is the so it is the bubble's pulling then? him back. You don't. But, okay. That's why everybody gets pulled back in. It's well, he can't that's why he... outside the bubble. Is no, right? no, the bubble no, no, no. Killing him if he tries to escape it is different. Yes, if, than if he can't if survive the bubble... without the bubble. Let's if the bubble disappeared, yes, exactly. if the bubble were to vanish, he would still be alive. Yes. The di- the boundary is the difference. He cannot cross. It's like so when you're when you set up he- at a. Mm. It's like when you set up an invisible fence for your dog. And the dog inside the fence is fine, but when it crosses over that line, it starts getting electrocuted, and it and it goes back in. That is what is happening, Here's- is that it is pulling him back in with a magic force, mm-hmm. but he would survive if the bubble were to suddenly disappear. Another way to think about it is vision can phase through solid objects, and Wanda knows this. Therefore, Wanda, in making the border, which we've seen, people can kind of push through go back and, and out forth. of. She had to say, okay, I can't just make a wall because he can phase through it. I need to add an additional layer of security to keep him inside. So that's what that pull is. Because she knows that if she didn't add an element like that, he could just leave. And She, she had no idea he was gone, she... though. <laughs> yeah, because she, she got didn't like think a... he could because she designed it so that he couldn't leave. She wasn't paying attention to him because all of this is still like intentionality on Wanda's part. That's why when you get off screen... Things are not running in the the proper way. That's why everything's frozen is because it's still intentionally operated by her. The simplest answer in these Marvel movies is always the correct one. So like the answer is he's being pulled back into the void, not because otherwise he would just like fall apart. He would just go like, I'm dead now. Uh, The because he survives and because he's being pulled back in. But it is. I don't know how. I I mean, I. I, like, I will eat a, a plate of that, like, crumbs. Just saying <laughs> Vision's alive really blanket clears off some things that the Marvel Universe has made pretty explicitly clear. Like what? Right? Like the fact that the, the Mind Stone's gone. So he but physically Wanda was also the one to it. destroy it. Huh? So Wanda is also the one to destroy it. She could theoretically create a facsimile. She didn't destroy it. I watched Avengers Infinity War. No, but she? then, but then Thanos no, rewinds time. And then after Thanos rewound time and then took the stone for but, himself. And then right, but she the did destroy it in that rewind time. She has the potential to destroy it because okay. I watched Avengers Infinity War. So why does that not mean she could create a facsimile? Because because a facsimile wouldn't be a foundational building block of the universe. Whatever people make Infinity Stones. Like no, no, they no, can no. That's do. That's actually one of the few things that they've never done. Is nobody's no ever one's made one yet. <laughs> what are you talking about? They've made new ones in the Marvel comic books. So why sure, wouldn't they be like, able to do it in the Marvel comic shows? Because here's that the thing: I, I do, I genuinely do not think Marvel would be smart 
for them to take an entire 10 years to make the Infinity Saga, which is fundamentally based on a guy trying to collect stones for them afterward to say, oh, by the way, someone can make them. But it's also weird to kill a guy off and then two years later have him co-star on your television show. (laughs) It's also a weird choice. Um, It's a robot, and and in that saga, they gave us... She could create a power source enough to function his life force. But it's not, a, she but it's not make... a power source that made Vision... The, the, the Mind Stone's not a power source. It it's like the lightning. Not a power it's, all... it's a living entity that constitutes consciousness, which is why it works and brings him to life and makes him sentient. Removed, he's dead. That's why when it got taken out of his head, he fucking died. I think what we're going Also, there was a big hole in his head. Okay, yeah. that was what the problem was, though, because we've seen him get injured. But there was a big hole in his circuity parts. Because and also, again, was... they could... But I'm not also, saying she could create a full... We also know that if full... Shuri had more time, a... they could have removed the stone and he still would have been alive, though. That's the other thing we do know. Correct. It, but, they very... get, but they didn't get there. So oh, who right. got there? But, though, but So what that but... says to me is that we can... There is a way... They spent a whole him. sequence setting that up. Yeah. It was in... It, Shuri did it. She was I, like, you can do it. Here's what's gonna happen. Yeah, though. but she I, didn't finish her work. Yeah, because so? Thanos came. But we Wanda, have... Wanda can't hop over to uh, uh, Wakanda and be like, hey, can I borrow some of your no, notes? No, actually, I don't can think I... she goes to Shuri. Here's, here's what I think is gonna happen. First of all, I think we're gonna get the answer to all of this literally next episode. I think next episode sure. we're gonna find out how the fuck Wanda brought Vision back, the fact that he is in fact back, and the fact of how she started this thing. I think we're going to get some serious flashback to all the moments leading up to Epi 1. First of all. Mind, I think the Mind Stone's doing all of this. I think it and is also her. somehow a Mind Stone. I don't know how. It's the Mind think, Stone. Sure. Why would it not help her do shit with her mind? No, it would make sure. perfect sense. The, the question is, though, where is she getting a Mind Stone from? Did she get it from a different timeline? Did she get it from a different... Well, that's the thing about the Infinity Stones, is that they're like the foundational building blocks of the universe... So they technically can't be destroyed. It's like energy. They might disappear here and reappear somewhere else. So it yeah, makes exactly. sense for the for the Mind Stone to be back. But like... So it, w- it, it I, could I, reform could or it could be intentionally reformed. Right. It could be reformed. I could potentially reformed. see Wanda kind of cosmically bringing the Mind Stone back together. It would be sure. an insane move and I would need a little bit more explanation. <laughs> but I could potentially see Wanda being like, I've got all the pieces out. Now all I need is this shiny little dingleberry that goes right in his forehead. And then oh, just... And she puts the dingleberry on And like pulls it together and it's glowing and everything. I would just like to point out one thing before we move on. Uh-huh. This sure. last thread of conversation has been some of the most wild speculation in the world. We're just kind of rolling with it. And that's fine. I suggested that the witch costumes be on purpose and y'all fucking lost your minds like they could be on purpose and they could specifically be on purpose for but the, the reasons for of the me show. the for me the text and the context is different like it's it's the way that the text has presented each of these pieces of information the witch thing seems implausible and the mindstone thing seems plausible just based on the text that we're given but yeah, again i, mean, I will go show... to the weird brooklyn deli that sells rattlesnake meat and i'll buy crow meat and i'll eat it <laughs> i'll eat it right here i'll boil it and i'll fucking put some soy sauce on it and i'll fucking eat crow and my opinion given the fact that the show has already <laughs> made it a clear a couple of times that like wanda has never taken a nickname and also doesn't really know a whole lot about where she comes from outside of the things that she experienced, but those are fractured right now. Like, why would you? Why would you bring up twice in the same episode that she never got a nickname? 
I don't know if they brought up that she never got a nickname. I think, first of all, fan service. But I actually don't. I trust Marvel specifically. I don't trust Disney to to not fuck up fan service because they do it consistently. (laughs) But I actually trust Marvel to do it with a little bit more tact. I think I also get the Mandalorian. Oh, it's Christ. fan service. It's fan service. It's a fan service sorbet. Right, but I, I think, <clears throat> I think, it's also, I think it's also loosely implied that maybe she did already have this nickname, and Wu just like doesn't want to call her that because he knows it'll play into the narrative that um, whatever his name is. Ar- Jimmy Wu is the new Coulson, where you put the opinions the audience has in Jimmy Wu's mouth so that we like Jimmy Wu and we know who the bad guys are. It's literally the same trick they did in Avengers, directed by He Shall Not Be Named, where Coulson says the Avengers are good, they'll come together, and the sh- shadowy council says the Avengers are bad, they won't come together. It's Jimmy Wu is the new Coulson. That's what they're doing, but, no, and actually, that is all what it we've is. actually done, and this is was my big takeaway from this episode that I like so much, is we now have our new team. Our protagonists are now Monica and Jimmy. And they're gonna and come Darcy. Through. Well, Darcy's on the inside now. But she's still She's our, still our other protagonist. Yes. I agree. Yeah. No. So I think right now it's Thanks. it's now it's now Monica and Jimmy are the only hope to not only save Wanda and Vision and everybody in Westview, but the entirety of Sword. Doctor Strange is going to show up. Yep. Yep, yep, he is. Well, actually, also, also Far From Home kind of confirms that. Who's going to show up? Doctor Strange. Strange. But also, actually, before okay. then, before then, though, my big Far question. From Home confirms Doctor Strange is going to show up and what? No, I do, I'm not going to ask. It's actually, a, it's a Jace, single sentence. Going. It's a single sentence. Then when they're talking about solving this multidimensional problem that... That, that doesn't exist. That homie brings up. That's not real. That, that he made up. Yes. Yeah. Hold, chill, <laughs> dude. Give me some credit. I'm sorry. Fuck. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. When he I, brings I that apologize. up and Peter Parker's like, shit, I don't want to deal with this. What about the Avengers? And then uh, fucking Fury's like, they're busy. And he's like, what about Doctor Strange? And he's like, can't reach him. Been unable to reach him. Where the fuck is he? His job is to protect the universe from shit happening. And they can't reach him when some shit's happening. It's because, it's because he's tied up in the multiverse I mean, of madness, it, which means that it definitely yeah, it, it could be man. that. But that's also the excuse they use in every comic book ever published, where it's like, why? Okay, Gotham is like on fire and barred off from civilization. Why doesn't Superman help a little bit? It's because Superman's busy. That's what that's what they. I but I get what you're saying. It could be. That it is the multiverse of madness or the one. I think that before we get Doctor Strange, we need an answer to who the hell Monica Rambeau's engineer friend is. Is it Reed or is it Doom? Uh, it'd be so dope if it's Doom. <laughs> it'd be so fucking cool if Monica Rambeau is friends with Doctor Doom. Right, and then know? we introduce him as a more complex character as he should be portrayed. I don't care if John Krasinski plays Reed Richards if Monica Rambeau is friends with Dr. Doom. I will be first in line to see that major motion picture. Are you shitting me? Can, can Are I, you shitting Can me? I tell you the one the one dumb fan theory that I read that I actually went, I actually kind of like this, and I'm, 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 I'm going to choose to accept it as canon, even though we might never get an answer. So, Go Monica ahead. Rambeau's mom died from cancer. This we know. We know this. This we know. Great. We also know that she died from cancer after the snap. This we know. Yeah. Correct. We also know that there was a bit of a falling out, sort of, with Monica Rambeau and Carol Danvers. This we know. Wait. Is nope. it not that she just dis- straight up disappeared? 
We, is it, it not the end of Captain Marvel where she fucks off into the universe for 20 years? It could be something else. I'm just like, that's what I assume Captain she's Captain Marvel, at the beginning of Endgame, has long hair. And then we flash forward five years, and she's got short hair. Is it possible... Okay. And this is total dumb shit, but I love it. Is it possible <laughs> that Carol but, but Danvers... Which costumes were on purpose? Yeah, it's possible. That Carol Danvers <laughs> shaved her head in solidarity <laughs> with her best friend at <laughs> cancer. Oh, it is possible. No. And it that's is. why her hair is short. It because it's is... back in. I will again. I will allow I mean, all of yeah, you sure. nerds that anything is I possible. Think I think I always think tiny. I was like, ah. I always think fan service is much more <laughs> likely, and it's just that they wanted to give her her iconic haircut from the comic books. But I will allow that is possible. I'm accepting that, that as my headcanon. She also filmed all of her all of her scenes in Endgame before filming the movie, so yeah, her hair changed. Her hair change has nothing to do with the movie, though. No, they CG'd her hair on. They did all of Captain Marvel's filming and and stuff before they did any Captain Marvel stuff, though. Right, but they had years ahead planned. I mean... And if they wanted to just have her have short hair, they would have done it earlier because they CG'd her hair onto her in a large chunk of some of these movies. She had short hair and I mean, gave her the long hair in CG. They also gave her a wig. Um, and also, Brie Larson's hair is naturally long. The short hair is the deviation. The short hair is the the uh, variable, not the control. Whatever. I like to think that she cares about her best friend, Sumi. I love that. I love that for you. I love that for That's Carol. Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, headcanon until proven until disproven. So you know I say go for it. You know what? You know what's gonna? I don't want to. I don't. None I don't of know my headcanon got approved until dismissed. That's fine. <laughs> I'm not bitter at all. <laughs> oh. Your headcanon was not about girl <laughs> love. Your headcanon, your headcanon was cannon about sucks, witches. <laughs> I'm sorry. Hey, again. All right, I will lay this down at the end of this WandaVision talk that I am not editing. I refuse. Um, again, if... All right, Caleb, I will look you dead here. I love you. Time I, we're being contentious for, for fun, not no, because I'm I don't not respect you or your opinion. Let him finish! But I, but I will... Okay, if... And I'm going right, to put this down here. If Westview did not exist before Wanda got there, if... Jimmy Woo drove through the bubble before we encountered him at the beginning of his introductory episode on this show. And if there is a fucking coven of witches involved in this, in like there, there is a coven of witches in the town, not Agatha's from a coven of witches. If any of those three controls are true and end up being the canon of this, I will do a challenge of your choice. Whatever you like, I will, I will find crow meat and I will eat it or I will kill one and I will eat it. I will boil a sock and I will eat it. I, I will lay this down out of respect for you because I've been very drunk and dismissive here. And I do apologize for that. If any of these three items turn out to be the, in the show, WandaVision, I will fucking, I will do whatever you say. (laughs) Barring social norms that I would not cross. You know what I mean? Like, I will not, I will not streak. I will not use an epithet or a slur. I don't think you're going to ask those things of me, but I, I, I I will do a food-based challenge (laughs) of your choice. Can we, can we, can we wrap this up? I I know it's not my show. Yeah, we're wrapped. But can we wrap this up with- It's your show. (laughs) It's one third your show. (laughs) Can we, I want to, I want to, can we wrap this up with like, 
as like a group like top three who do we think slash who do we want to be Monica Rambeau's engineer friend uh, friend. I think it would be. I don't even know what you're talking about. She okay. So a couple episodes back, she says, "Okay, this might be a way that we can enter the barrier without realizing it." And she talks about constructing this van out of special material that can repel photons or whatever the blah blah science fiction jargon, right? She says we can build a tank and we can get in. She says, and they were like, "Can we do this?" And she was like, "I might have an engineer friend." It's basically a throwaway line. She's texting someone in one of the scenes, where it's just her, uh, Jimmy, and Darcy, right? And then at the end of this episode, this most recent episode, she mm-hmm. says – she brings up her friend again. She's like waiting to hear back from her friend and then the thing expands. And sure. she's already on her way to her, to that guy, to that friend. So it's implied that at the start of this next episode, we're going to see her come up to and open the doors to her engineer friend. Some engineer friend. Some insanely smart engineer some marvel cinematic universe engineer this is a big reveal they played it super cool i'm telling you it's a massive reveal it would be absolutely bonkers if it was if it was doom right victor von doom would be nuts could it be reed richards maybe but i don't view him, him as much as an engineer as much as like an astrophysicist type vibe he is he would definitely qualify as an engineer that would not be the primary way i describe exactly so i don't think it's gonna be read it would be cool i think victor von doom would be sick um that'd be sick but like who else could it be all right i will i think there is a less than a one percent chance that is the person i'm about to say uh but i am basing this on uh the phenomenal 12 issue marvel series next wave agents of hate uh where monica rambeau is one of the five central characters on Next Wave, The Agents of Hate. Um, and I will say that it is Machine Man, uh, who uh, is uh, an incredible uh, bastard of a character. I love him dearly. Um, he is some. He's, uh, created by Ultron. He's a sometimes Avenger. And when he met the gods of space, they called him a dick. Uh, so I am hoping <laughs> that it is Machine Man. Caleb, do you have any wild out there uh, guesses? As to I mean, Reader Doom would be dope. We know we're getting Ironheart eventually. She's an engineer. That would be fucking sick. Ooh. Um, oh wow. Yeah, that'd be sick I can't as believe hell. I didn't think that it could be fucking Ironheart. And what better, what better engineer friend than like a fucking intern at Sword, who's this young black? Yo, give Darcy engineer. a bestie, please. I know she's already besties with that whole Thor gang, but like, I with want another. Crew. Also, regardless, I think that would be stunning. I love that answer. So, okay. Machine Man, Ironheart, or Victor Von Doom? Are, who's are, it going to be? Who's it going to be? Who's it going to be, folks? Uh, folks? <laughs> <laughs> uh, and now we'll segue into our regularly scheduled programming. Yes. Uh, this, oh, God, these are just getting longer and longer. 